Welcome to Forward Talks by Gumbu, a podcast about moving towards sustainability in the region and beyond. I'm Tatiana Antonelli. As we all continue to deal with the impacts of the restrictions in place to control the spread of the novel coronavirus, we'd like you to support your local businesses at this time in any way possible, whether it is ordering from them, donating to them, or sharing their information to help spread the word on their offerings. One such business is Organic Glow, the UAE's first organic and all-vegan salon that opened more than 10 years ago. I actually met Lina Bass back in 2009, before she had started on her current venture. And she thought of the idea of pioneering this space because she would have strong reactions to some of the chemicals used when she'd go for a hair treatment or a manicure. And at the time, I don't think there's, you know, there was um, as much awareness as there is now. Now there is a connection between chemicals and products. They cause reactions. And yeah, once, once I, I, I understood this, I really made it a point to just source clean products for my business. And that's how it became specialized as an organic um, and toxic-free business. And of course, because I'm vegan as well, it had to be vegan, obviously. Yeah, so, so all the products are plant-based, never tested on animals. They're 100% cruelty-free. That's amazing. I, I have to say, thanks to you, I've found out about toxic chemicals and what it means to, you know, put all these cosmetics on our body. Uh, so from the hydrating cream yeah. down to the moisturizer and then you have the nutrition yeah. and then you have even the makeup, mm-hmm. the nail polish. I was reading um, a survey on nail polish mm-hmm. that actually the chemicals enter your nails of course. and end up even... If you're pregnant, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. you know, uh, affecting the baby. Of course, of course. I mean, uh, I always like to share a few shocking facts. One of them is um, women absorb approximately two and a half kilograms of toxic chemicals a year by using various products. No. So imagine, I mean, yes, we, you know, women use different, different products for different things, you know, hair, eyes, skin, uh, face, body, <laughs> knees, <laughs> elbows. And it only takes 26 seconds for chemicals to be absorbed into the bloodstream. And, and that's why we attract lots of pregnant women who come to us. Um, but I, what I always say is, why stop, you know, or why start when you're pregnant and why stop when you finish? You have to follow a toxic-free life every day, not only in the products that we're using, but also the cleaning products that you have at home. Stay away from harsh, harsh chemicals. And when we say harsh, especially in the beauty industry, you mentioned nail polish, you know, things like formaldehyde, formaldehyde resin, camphor, uh, DPP, uh, xylene, lead. These are some of the chemicals that are in Nail polishes, your all everyday nail, all of them, yes. Yeah. So our, our nail polishes are all 10 free, meaning that they do not contain the 10 worst chemicals that are present in, in, in nail polishes. And we also do a lot of our own products as well. We mix our own scrubs and we create our own face masks to, to use in facials. And it's, it's really sending the message across that, you know, let's, let's, Let's really step back a bit and, and, and go back to what nature has provided us in, in terms of, of resources. You know, so we use a lot of 
um, organic ingredients like sugar and, and sea salt and yeah, lemon and fruits in, in, our, in our face masks, masks and, and scrubs. And coffee grounds. Of course. That, that, <laughs> My favorite. I know that's your favorite, the, the coffee scrub. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a favorite because of the smell, of course, yes. But definitely the moment I had to apply products on my children, you know, that's when yeah. I started realizing the difference. And I remember when, when you have your children, people gift you a lot of products. Yes, yeah. Um, and actually they were not working and the skin was, was very red and, mm. and they had rashes and... And the only things that were working were always the natural remedies. Yeah, yeah. So coconut oil. Exactly. Um, I even tried camel milk yeah. for dermatitis and, um, and skin problems. They were working much better and efficiently than all the other creams and the brands you yeah. would buy, buy in pharmacies. I mean, don't forget, um, lots of people uh, still trust the big names, the big brands. It's because they've been on the supermarket shelves for forever. So um, there's that certain loyalty to brands without actually even knowing what they contain in terms of chemicals. So, yeah, I mean, this, this is why the whole movement for clean beauty or, or using uh, toxic-free products is, is generating a lot of new startups and new um, brands that are saying, you know, enough of using these these chemicals in products and it's time to 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 take care of of, of people's health um, uh, October for example is 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 a very busy month for me because it's it's you know breast cancer awareness month so that's when I really um, I send the message across that you know women not everything that has a pink ribbon on it is, is going to help or is, is, is actually um, promoting good health. So, yeah, so again, um, just, just, you know, do your research before you put something on yourself and, and read the labels as well, yeah. Which is related at the end of the day also with the food we consume. Exactly. Uh, the products we use in our homes um, for cleaning. Yes. I remember a friend had huge problems with her son being asthmatic and allergic and the day she stopped cleaning the floor with a very famous yes, product yes. and she started using vinegar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, I, I don't buy any products, by the way. And I'm very, I'm very minimal also with my beauty uh, uh, routine at home. I mean, I, I only use things that I can find in the kitchen. You know, I, I use, um, I mean, I, I love oils. Um, essential oils and and just the, the 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 raw ingredients like as I mentioned the salt the coffee the the sugar. So uh, ten years ago, going back when we met at the time we met, um, one of the main resources for information was the environmental group. Yeah. Um, do you think it's still a, a, a viable resource, a point of reference for us consumers to look at? to choose the products we, we buy in the regular supermarket? I think it's still valid. Um, I But also you've got so many other resources now, you know, on, on the internet. So you Google something and you'll get lots of info as well. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a, still a good source. And um, it's a good reference point, point for someone who's starting on the clean product journey. Um, someone like me who's been already, you know, doing this for so long, it's, it's just second nature to me. And I don't refer necessarily uh, to that website because 
I already know from the package or from the, you know, the ingredients or from the brand if it is clean or not. Because I think for consumers, it's really hard. And there's also a problem with labeling mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where we look now for specific labels to tell us the truth, right? Yes, yes. So with food, for example, we would look at the organic uh, certification mm-hmm. from the US or, or Europe, mm-hmm. even the local one, there's yeah. a local certification. Uh, but somehow for for products, do you have tips for us consumers? What should we look mm-hmm. for and how do we know it's real? For example, animal cruelty. Yeah. What is the symbol or the label that will help us really make sure that the product we're buying is not related to that? Or how do I know I'm buying one of these 10 free yeah. products? Is there something specific I should look for? It will probably say 10 free. It will, it, yeah. It so will. if it says it, it's enough? Yes, it's enough. I mean, in addition to, um, obviously, my products are all uh, vegan as well. So it will have to have the vegan sign. And it will have the cruelty-free sign, which is either, um, uh, you know, uh, accredited by PETA, or it is cruelty-free bunny. or So there are various certifications uh, that you can look out for. You can also, again, Google if you're not sure. Because some, some products are actually clean, but they don't really... Um, label themselves yes. enough, yes. so it's it's also another um, uh, confusion. Uh, it causes confusion, and you, you need to do your own research. When we're buying our products out of the shelf in a pharmacy or in a supermarket, what do we need to look for? Do you have any tips for us consumers? So first of all, what you need to do is have a look at what you have already at home. Okay, so um, we can't suddenly just throw everything that we have and replace it with new products. Finish what you have and then aim to to change uh, one thing at a time. For example, if you finished your lipstick, the next one that you will purchase will be a clean, a cleaner um, brand of, of lipsticks. Uh, same with, with, with everything, with your shampoo and, and, and body care. So start small. Because, you know, in the end, we don't want to also be wasteful. And, and eventually, the more you do it, the more you will, you know, experiment with various products. Some will work, some will not. Um, you will have a favorite. Uh, that, that favorite brand will have other, you know, ranges for your skin and hair. So, yeah, experiment. Uh, keep an open mind and just start simple. You know, don't, don't, don't go crazy or don't be very strict about it being having to be you know organic or no just start simple if you can't find organic just find another alternative that is that is good enough but without the nasty harsh chemicals because there's always um there's this you know people say oh i i don't want to use chemicals you can't say something like that you need to be specific you know i don't want to use harsh chemicals. I don't want to use toxic chemicals. But we are surrounded with chemicals every single day. You know, we go in our car, it's full of chemicals. We breathe air that is full of chemicals. So you can't suddenly say, I don't want to be, I don't want to use chemicals in, 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 in my products. Because even plants have chemicals. You know, there there was a, um, a very interesting image of a, of a banana and it had like, I don't know, it had tons of, of chemicals. And that was, that was basically the chemical breakdown of a, of, of a banana, you know, it, and it was all chemicals. So you can't say, I can't, I don't want to live, you know, I don't want to use chemicals. Of course. Yeah, you need to be specific. Let's focus on the dangerous, harsh, toxic chemicals. Give me an example. What is a chemical that I should avoid. So if I see it in the labels of my lipstick or my shampoo. Lead. Lead is a very um, common one in, in red lipstick. 
we still find lead? Of course. Of course, you know, the, the nastiest chemicals are the cheapest to, to, to include in products when, during the manufacturing process. Uh, another one is formaldehyde, you know, um, in, 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 in hair um, treatments or in nail polishes again. Um, yeah, so many, so many. I mean, it's, it's uh, wow, it, it's a long list. You will never finish that list uh, of... of Horrible, horrible chemicals. No, but it's good to start with, with a few to, yes. you know, step by step identify them and recognize them in products. Yeah. Um, another important aspect we were talking about uh, earlier is your products are cruelty-free and vegan. Mm -hmm. and, and this is something myself, I don't really understand, like, mm. for example, the difference. And talking to you, I realize that actually... There's so much more beyond just the labels, you know, cruelty-free and vegan. Could you explain to us a bit more, for example, the difference between the two mm -hmm. and why we should be careful? Okay, so when a product has a cruelty-free um, label on it, that means that the product has not been tested on animals. Okay. But the product is not necessarily vegan because it could contain animal ingredients. For example... Uh, for example, um, a skin moisturizer that contains milk. So they would produce this product and they will not test it on animals, but it still, it still has milk, which is not vegan. For example, I, when I see that a product has um, honey or, or bee wax, I actually think, oh, amazing, it's natural, <laughs> right? Yeah. But now you're telling me that, no, it's... Related to animal... Yeah, of course, because, you know, honey comes from a bee and it is, it is you know, it's, it's, a, it's an animal, it's an insect. But um, I, I think honey is not the best example. Some of the uh, animal ingredients found in beauty products include stearic acid, which is basically obtained from the fat of slaughtered animals. Oh. So again, it's going to be, you know, written in a way and we won't understand where it's coming from. But it's, it's used as an emulsifier and a cleansing agent. And it's found in cosmetics. Yeah. And what else? Carmine, which is from beetles. Shellac is also from, from insects. What do you mean beetles? What do they do with the beetles? So they, they, they have, they um, uh, get red dye, which is obtained from a crushed female um, insect. Really? And they need to crush basically 150,000 insects to produce one kilogram of red dye. And these are used in cosmetics to give the red color and can be found in, in polishes and in lipsticks as well. So when I put polish on my nail, I've crushed... Yeah, or eyeshadow, yeah, or blusher. So anything, yeah, anything that has a color, just check. If, it's, if it doesn't say it's, it's vegan, it probably has carmine or shellac. There is guanine, which is basically the, a pearlescent constituent of fish scales. Um, so it gives you that, that pearly um, shine, shine glow. exactly, in, 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 uh, in cosmetics and uh, nail polishes. There is um, tallow. Tallow is fat from, it's melted fat tissue from slaughterhouse waste. And it's found in, again, emulsifier in conditioners, in, in lotions, etc. And the list goes on and on and on. There's hydrolyzed silk. There is lactoferrin, which is, uh, it, it, it's derived from mammary glands of female mammals. 
There is um, keratin, which is from ground horns, hooves, claws, nails, hair, scales, and feathers of animals. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge list. And, and don't forget also the animal hair. So, for example, the, the makeup brushes and the fake eyelashes. Yeah, how is the hair obtained? You're right. So this is why I always talk um, to people about this and to say, look, we have a choice now. It's not like we only have these products that you need to use. You have a choice. Go cruelty-free. Go vegan. You don't need animal products, animal, animal ingredients in products. Tatiana, I have a controversial question for you. As an environmentalist, yes. how come you're not vegan? I'm happy you're asking yes. me this question. No, because I, we need to... Yeah, veganism is not a trend. It really is reality. I mean, that's the only way we can save the world, really. So to answer your question... Um, I'll help you anytime you want, by the way. <laughs> well, it's be, very simple, huh? <laughs> yeah, be careful because I'm on a journey now. Um, my main issue is actually running a family with four boys. So my husband and the three little ones. You know, it's, it's gradual. It's gradual. It's gradual. I it mean, is. we all... We all have our own journeys and it's just we wake up one day there's something that triggers all of us yes but honestly it's the same when we do our awareness sessions and we want to talk about plastic pollution nobody i would not nobody but 10 percent of the people we meet care about the turtles and the dolphins and and the camels dying because of plastic consumption the other 90 percent makes a sad face but then they go on with their own life the moment you tell them that plastic has a nasty effect on the water they drink yeah. on a daily basis, yeah. so it affects their health, that's where you have a mind-blowing mm, reaction mm, mm. because people care about their health. Yeah. We all care about our kids' health, our family. Has he tried Beyond Meat? Uh, yes. Yeah. So we went I, to... I can't, I can't eat this. I have to say that you have, again, to... Uh, sides right there's the carnivore side like my husband for him it was a revelation because he felt he that didn't have to neglect his taste I think it's great that you know you have a product out there and a couple out there actually a few brands that are not necessarily catered for for vegans because I mean vegans made the choice not to consume meat but it's for the the people who are transitioning to uh, a, a healthier diet um, or who want to try the vegan plant-based meats. Uh, but it's, it's something that I can't do because it's too real. But yeah, it's great. It is for people who are meat eaters and who want to try something that is not meat but tastes so much like meat. And I think they've done a great job. So just for our listeners to you know, understand a bit what we're talking about, apart the animal cruelty, that is a big aspect, but as we said, not many people might care about that. There's also other problems environmentally. Yeah. So worldwide, 30% of all our land is actually dedicated to you know, growing animals. And, yeah. and, and so... That's a major cause for deforestation. Yes. So more and more forests are being cut down to not only give space to these animals, but then to grow the crops. Yeah, because I mean, you know, they're growing these crops. They're taking lands to grow these crops to feed the animals who are going to be killed instead of just growing crops and giving it to people without killing animals. So this heavy um, overpopulation of of animals is, is not doing 
good to anything. Um, it's it's yeah, it's killing animals, it's killing people, it's killing lands, and it's 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 impacting the environment in a very bad way. The fires in the exactly. Amazonic forest in Brazil. Scary. Yes. A lot of people immediately said this is due to you know uh, the meat industry. You know, sometimes things like that have to happen in order for people to finally wake up. It's a tipping point. So, you know, you if you can't uh, you can't um, uh, convince them with the whole uh, cruelty uh, argument, then at least when they see uh, environment uh, destruction, that maybe could be a good wake up um, call for them. Thank you so much, Lina, for sharing with us all this knowledge. Um, definitely now I have a different uh, idea of what I should buy uh, from now on. So before I was looking at chemicals and now I'm going to have to look yeah, at all this. <laughs> we changed the topic, you know, from, from chemicals to, to vegan products, but, which is great. I mean, it's, it's all a learning curve. and It is. Yeah, and, and in the end of the day it's all related you know once you go toxic free then you're going to start looking at the cruelty free side and then eventually you're going to look at the vegan side of it you can support lena and her business by following them on social media at organic glow uae where you will find details about her request to support her business in fact please look out for local businesses that could use your help at such a time and try and support them You'll find a link to their social media as well as the list of items to avoid in your cosmetics and other products in our show notes. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at Goombook. That's G-O-U-M-B-O-O-K. And listen to all our episodes at goombook.com slash podcast. Thank you and see you next week.